Tony Kemp, of course, part of our radio sport commentary team. He is our Monday morning analyst. Morning, Tony. How did you sum up that game? Oh, morning, boys. Hey, just before we start, I just want a sh- big shout out to the tightest bloke in town, um, Bailey Mackey, to listen to his interview with you blokes. And um, <laughs> he's uh, he owes me a yum char because it's the only thing he, he tends to put his hand in his pocket for. It's about five bucks for all you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I listened to him, mate. He's, a, he's I just wanted to say, fantastic. But he's actually the bloke that gave me my first uh, start in media. Oh yeah. After I um, got out of the Warriors, because he reckoned I was the only bloke that would talk to him when when he was a journalist for TV Three when he used to come down and interview <laughs> the, the coach, mate. So um, I'll never forget the conversation. You know, he, he came up to me and he said, "Oh, you know, you think you can you can um, commentate for Marty Television?" And I said, "Yeah, man, just gives a shot." So um, it's good to see that he's done this big thing for Amazon. I, I heard he was trying to get like 15 episodes out of them because they're a million dollars a pop. <laughs> so he like, drives around in a Range Rover, used to drive in a Humber, boys. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Māori boy from, from down the coast. Going all right, actually. Hey, um, what, do we, what do we make of, I want to jump straight to you on this one, what do we make of Simon Mannering at the moment? Oh, look, I, I think he's been pushed out, to be brutally honest, boys. I, I think, um, you know, there's no room for him in the salary cap, uh, and they're trying to um, get him to retire as opposed to offering him a contract and sucking up more money. And, I, look, I hope he, I hope Simon makes it, makes his mind up for himself because I know that there'll be plenty of boys in the NRL that will, uh, you know, teams in the NRL that will throw, throw a contract his way. Uh, and he's still got plenty of football left in him, you know what I mean? So... Um, you know, he, he he fell off a couple of tackles on on Saturday night, which which is you know unlike Simon. Um, but I think I think there's some some something else going on behind the scenes. Uh, and with Brian Smith in there, mate, you know he's he's a he's a, he's a you know a conniving you know ex coach from the NRL that's working a salary cap. And, I, and I, mate, I I just get the feeling that they're trying to trying to move him um, sideways as opposed to, to, to um, soak it up a bit more of that salary cap. And I hope that doesn't... I have to say, Tony, I did find it very interesting that he was in the starting lineup with Adam Blair. And those guys are, you know, reasonably similar players these days. And we were told before the game that Isaiah Papali'i had been left out for tactical reasons. What was the story with that and what did you think of it? Well, I think, you know, that they were coming with a very big forward pack. Um, and they were hoping to put up a defensive effort that would that would slow them down. And you know they they started with a you know like a house on fire. The, the, the interesting thing about Papa Lee is that he didn't even he didn't even get a bench spot. So he's probably probably carrying an injury. Um, you know he hasn't played that that poorly. He's been the starting uh, left left edge back row. Um, but I think defensively they were, they knew they were going to be attacked in the middle. Um, and and it just you know as it played out they they actually they didn't get attacked in the middle they got decimated in the middle and the spine for for uh, the rabbits were just on absolute fire you know they're the form spine of the competition and some of those tries you know the real alarm bells went for me when they went down that right edge and Roger Tuivasa-Shek pulled off that try saving tackle as he's done three or four times this year but I thought how how well, with with such ease they got to that edge we were in for a long night and it proved it proved it right you know um, they they. Those Burgess boys just soaked them up in the middle, and, and you know the, the Walkers and and the likes. They all had a had a field day with with Inglis at the back too, mate. You know if you put Inglis in the side when he's got a bit of space, and you're in big trouble. Well, what's your take on the way Gavitt is playing, but also uh, Bunty R forward Tony and his form compared to what it was at the start of the season? Oh, uh, look, I, yeah, just a couple of these selections are really surprising, and I just think 
Um, I think Budgie really hit on hit a nail on the head when they said that they're looking a little bit tired. And, and it's just a rotation policy, especially in the middle of the park, where, you know, Bunty's been playing some fantastic form. You know, he's a, he's a you know, compared to what he was last year, uh, he'd probably be the first bike put down on the Kiwi um, selection sheet to go up to Colorado this year. Uh, he's been he's been that good, and I, and I just think that's a rotation policy where they're trying to trying to get the best and the most out of their legs, knowing that they, you know, they've been uh, sides are going to come to uh, Mount Smart or play against the Warriors, knowing that you know if you're going to beat them, you have to stop them in the middle because that stops their halves going forward and their kicking game working, and it just makes it so much harder for 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 the offense. And you know, with Greeny running around the back of no go forward um, after probably the 60th minute last uh, on Saturday night. But it was a it was a real hard watch because I thought, you know, they've, they've been playing so well. But you know, we've always said, you know, like if, if the middle don't show up, they're they're in for a long night. Mm, yeah, you you could almost see there the Rabbitohs sending that shooter up as well to to get Green when he was trying to run around the back there. But you said an interesting thing there about about what Budgie hit on as well about that they look a bit tired or, or Bunty and that look a bit tired, which is. Kind of weird because remember at the start of the year we were all impressed by by the extra fitness and the extra sharpness that's led. So is this kind of more of a uh, like a mental fatigue tired or a, a workload tired? Yeah, yeah, Nate, that's exactly right. You know, there, there's nothing wrong with their fitness. I just think when you think about the energy that they have to bring to the game, um, and the and they're talking about that all the time. You know, they're bringing the energy across the board to to stay up and, and consistently get these mm-hmm. these efforts in. Um, it mentally takes some fatigue on you, and 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 it, and it shows. You know, you know, you, you look at eighty percent of that side. They're used to losing um, for over the last half a dozen years, and it's because of Green and because of Blair and because of Hiku, you know, Tohu Harris that's brought this new energy that they were all jumped on the back of the bandwagon, and that and they've really pushed through it. But you know, you can't. Everyone knows that any NRL coach will tell you you can't keep that up all season. You've got to be able to to manage the workloads and the and the energy levels uh, so that when you do hit parts of the season, you hit them at the right time. And they'll talk about getting the run right. You know, they'll they'll talk about getting the run right, looking at how they can manage players through it so that when they hit the back end, which they look like they'll still make the A, um, they hit it in in top form as opposed to you know they don't want to be going win loss win loss because. You know, you don't want to go into a semi-final winning one and then going in the next one and losing it and getting and getting a hiding. And and that's the scary thing for me is the way that they're losing. They're not they're not just losing games by two points. They're actually getting blown off the park, and it's a non-event. And 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 they really need to address that in the spy week. There's a, yeah, and there's only the one by the season, Tony. Not two like when you were coaching there. So just the one. It's this coming weekend. Has this come at the right time? Do you think for Steve Kearney? Oh look, I think so. I think you know, I think it's a really interesting month as far as selections go, um, especially for the Kiwis and, and this game up in Colorado because you've got, you know, Roger now carrying an injury, Sean coming back from an injury, um, you know, number of players that are, are busted up in, in a one by week that they need to, you know, hit these games and, and some good teams they're playing against too. So I just don't think it's just this one by that that is um, playing on their minds, but it's also this Kiwi test. Because I've already said, if you go to the Kiwis, you're not playing against Cronulla on your way home. And 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 you you, you don't really want that. You know, you, re- you really want your boys on board. Um, so I can see there, there being a lot of media in and around this, the Kiwi selections as well after the bye. Hey, one of the other interesting things too, fellas, I, I think what was really evident on, on Saturday night was the influence that the referees are having on the game. Um, and one of the things that they've done, you know, like there's 25 penalties on Friday night. And and the Warriors scored their points first up because they had a Burgess boy sent to the 
to the sin bin. But what, what happened in, in retrospect was that the Warriors became really nervous about their de- defence and, and compounded penalties. And in the first four penalties where the Rabbitohs kicked and went into the, the Warriors' half, so they scored they scored three tries. On the fifth penalty, they scored a fourth. And, and that shows me that um, the re- not only that the referees are having influence, but there needs to be some resilience in and around uh, this process that they're talking about and really pushing the letter, letter of the law. And it's really inconsistent too, you know, because some referees give you, you know, end up with 10 penalties a game and some will triple it. And it's, and it's you know, going into the back end of the season, a real worry for me to, to see who's actually going to get those games. And, and coaches will be looking at that to say, well, who are we going to get? How many penalties are we going to get? Yeah. Well, look, uh, every Monday we always welcome uh, Tony Kemp on the show and we're better for ha- uh, the show's better for having him on it, which is great. But every week we also ask Kempe his excitement level out of 10 about the Warriors right now. So, Kempe, round 12, after the Rabbitohs, 1 to 10, what's your excitement levels about the Warriors this week? Well, after getting smashed in the middle, I thought the Rabbit spine, um, they were on fire. Those Burgess boys busted down the door. And unfortunately, boys, the Warriors, they only get a four. (laughs) It's the Simon Cowell of regular reviews. I thought he was going to come up with something that rhymed with tree. Oh, but you were thinking tree, were you? Or D, as in they were weak on D. Yeah. So it's, it's, oh, look, so four is bad enough. On the Kentometer, there are three. They got excitement. buried up front again. Yeah. Remember, it was how, how many weeks ago was it that we did the big, they could win. They could just go on, keep on winning right through to the bye. That would be round six after the Cowboys where they'd had a nine, and eight, and eight, a nine and a half, and a nine. Well, I said a week or two ago, hey, man, if I'm a Warriors fan, I'm thinking, let's have a look for top four. Let's, let's ask whether we're good enough to be top four. Peter Peters, you may recall on our program, yeah. what, five or six weeks ago, minor premiership. There you go. Yeah. The Warriors have dropped to fifth and now are just one win ahead of the Storm, the Roosters, the Tigers and the Broncos. And if you weigh into account points differential, the Warriors could slide out of the eight off the back of one more heavy loss. Whoa. And points differential is not a big deal now, NATO, but it could be at the back end of the season. You can lose two spots. You can fall from fourth to sixth based on a poor points differential. I, I reckon it's you more, know it's more than looking over your shoulder at who's behind you. Storm, Roosters, right over your shoulder. Storm in particular, they always just seem like a team that are, are, are good. I, it doesn't bother me that one referee gives out 10 penalties and one gives out 25. Because no, if you're no, smart enough me. as a player or as a captain or as a coach, you know which guys yeah. are whistle-happy and which guys aren't. That's sport right across the board at all levels. But it's getting to the stage now where I'm expecting yellow cards every game, mm. and I'm just not a fan of that. Well, the players have got to, got to come to the party too. They can't just keep infringing and chucking it on the refs. Hey, you can go back 10. It's pretty easy to see. Yeah, you can get up out of the tackle faster. The the NRL is, for better or worse, the NRL is a game about trends. And the referee set the trend real early. We're going to ping you, we're going to put you in the bin. Because last year we didn't, and people kept saying you should use the bin, you should use the bin. Mm. Now, I think a lot of the time they're now overdoing it. They've gone from one extreme to the other. Like some of the sin binnings are bang on, others are like, come on. Do um, Do we get points for the bye? Yeah. Yeah, but all teams get the same number of points, Mark. Still so what points. does it matter? Oh, he's bringing the oh, mayonnaise no. back in. He's bringing the mayonnaise back in. Is that right? 